Uh, you're tuning into Legends of Tabletop, and I'm Arian Dutch Mogulcroft. so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I really appreciate it, Arian. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what is it that you do, Arian? Uh, I make uh, 3D print and play mostly uh, tabletop games, uh, a lot of it open source, and some of it we sell. Excellent. And remind us of the name of your company one more time. Oh, yeah, Ill-Gotten Games. Okay. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, we are at illgottengames.net, and we're on Patreon. Okay, great. So the Patreon, since I last spoke with you, oh gosh, that'd be what, February of last year-ish? believe so, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a while ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, now the Patreon, that's a new development. Um, I would like to say hello and quick greetings to all of the Patreons out there that are tuning in. Yes, thank you for helping Arian continue to be where he needs to be, continuing to create. And thank you, Arian, for doing what you do, too. Um, yeah, so tell me about how the Patreon uh, developed. Yeah, we've actually had it, um, I want to say, like, three or four years. I'd have okay. to double check that. But it, was, it sort of started uh, with people on Thingiverse telling us that we should start one up so they can support us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we, we launched it initially, didn't really know what we were doing, and just sort of, you know, put it out there. Hey, if you want to throw money at us because we're doing all this stuff, that's great. But since then, uh, yeah, we've really gotten a lot more engaged with it. It's kind of become a regular part of our sort of social media uh, presence. And it's just really neat. I, I really love having a, a sort of uh, that, that intimate a uh, uh, sort of experience with people who are using your products and you making them. And yeah, it's really cool. Yes. Yes. Now I remember seeing a post from you about the office space. Now yeah. I'm assuming that's where you are now. Um, downtown Bellingham, uh, ill games office space right now. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Update us on that process. How did that begin? Uh, so Patreon helped uh, a lot to get us here. Uh, so did uh, we, we do Kickstarters every couple months or so. It's kind of become our our, uh, our, our workflow process. And yeah, between those two, it's just uh, we've I've been able to turn this into you know my my main job over the last uh, year and a half or so. Oh man, that's exciting! Yeah, so, oh. do you find yourself more productive in the environment that you've created there, or do you prefer to work in the comfort of your own home? I still mostly work in my own home. Uh, I, I I do work here, especially paint. Like all my painting gets done here. Whenever I'm painting any of the models, or uh, we game here. Ostensibly, uh, mm -hmm. this is where we would like stream games from when we actually get around to doing that. And it's a good place for putting together videos, that kind of thing. But uh, mostly it's just me in the darkness of my apartment, which is actually just upstairs <laughs> and on my computer. And that's that's kind of where I'm most comfortable, I think. Yeah. And I'll okay. laugh in my lap and just focus. Okay. 
I, I can totally understand that. Um, you stated in our discussions that you do have a Jeremy at your disposal. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sadly, I just have a me. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a me for like the first few months to a year of doing this. Uh, Jeremy was there, but you know, he didn't have a printer. We had the one printer and it was cherished. It was, it was constantly at my house, just <laughs> turning stuff out for me. And yeah, it's tough. I have completely lost touch with how to fix or maintain machines. So <laughs> now what type of printer are you mainly using now? Uh, I still have a MakerBot. And in fact, uh, I was using a, a MakerBot Replicator 2X, which we call Barney. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, he's been having some issues the last few days. So we swapped him out for Fred, which was the original uh, printer uh, that we got back in uh, 2012, I want to say. Oh, wow. He just turned seven the other day. We actually had a birthday. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and so Replicator 1, well, wood frame, yeah, single extruder. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's still working, man. Oh yeah, no, still, still working great. Yeah. Yeah. He had his brain replaced, so you know, our, <laughs> our, our arguably, you know, for any of us, the same person, you know. After uh, really? No. No, you know, yeah. We, we all learn and grow. So <laughs> yeah. did you, did you like flash the OS and replace Barlin on it or what? Uh, I didn't. Dude, Jeremy, did. <laughs> Jeremy fixed him. Yeah, okay. Jeremy fixes all the printers. So we have, uh, we have, I think, fourteen machines now, oh. and they're all like kind of arranged. And Jeremy's got like a basement uh, 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 laboratory set up, and he gets them all running, and it's it's great. I mean, especially good for churning out if we're doing prototyping and we need like a whole bunch of like one thing or different little parts. Mm -hmm. It's really handy. I, yeah, yeah, that would be really handy. Now. Um, <laughs> There is a benefit to just having a me, and that yep. means that I can't hide behind creative differences as no. a reason to not have anything to show for my lack of knowledge when I hit a roadblock. Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of the roadblocks that you and Jeremy may have had to overcome in working so closely with each other? Uh, well, let's see. He's got like a real life, so that's, you know... <laughs> That's a real problem. life what okay define yeah. real life to me you know job kid wife yeah taxes you know all that stuff i mean you know <laughs> this adult stuff the stuff yes. adults do you know uh, mm -hmm. i don't have that i'm unfettered as far as you know uh my creative process because that's you know it's my baby this is what i do and mm -hmm. yeah but uh, yeah, so that definitely, you know, that naturally is gonna it's gonna be a a, a blocker from time to time. Uh, other obstacles, I don't, yeah, I don't think, yeah, it's pretty smooth, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine if if one's workday revolves around gaming and having fun. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean that that would be it would be kind of hard to find any negatives there. I, it, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, 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 I live the man baby life. Well, it's, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I first learned about your existence from Thingiverse and the uh -huh. plethora of content you've so generously made available there. Yeah. Um, so again, I'm, I made the mistake of not thinking this through when I was typing up the questions <laughs> really quickly. Um, so tell me about the expansion into the Patreon model and what pitfalls other aspiring artists may want to avoid. 
Okay, expansion into Patreon. Uh, it was just really smooth. Um, it's sort of, uh, we sort of just learned what we were doing as we were going and people were really helpful and supportive throughout that whole process and continue to be. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of great feedback there. Uh, we get a lot of um, uh, ideas and advice, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, we're, you know, there, there are some ways that we set the Patreon up at the time that were kind of tailored to the way that it worked then that we're going to have to kind of look at changing in the future to make things a little more streamlined for people. Uh, and so that's a process, I guess when you're setting up, uh, you know, you can set up with the, with the, uh, uh, per thing you release model, which is great for people who don't put stuff up that out that often, or you just never know when things are going to come out exactly. Uh, or you can do like a monthly, you know, just, this is what you pay per month. And I, I, I kind of do wish we had started that way because it just, I don't know, just be a lot cleaner and easier. Uh, the, the thing about the, the, the per release thing is that most people can just kind of say, well, I'm going to support you at this level per item you release to a maximum per month. And usually they set that down to whatever the minimum is anyway. And that's totally fine. I mean, like I totally understand that. Uh, but it just is an extra step. So it's a little more confusing. So I, I think I think if you're starting out a new Patreon, start with a, a monthly model if that's what you want to go for. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's something that we're looking to possibly migrate to in the future. We just gotta kind of figure out how to how to do it. Okay. Um. What about rights management? Have you ever had to deal with someone stealing your content? How do you deal with that in an effective way? Yeah. Um. It happens, you know, uh, it doesn't happen all that much. And more often than not, I'll get alerts about it from people just sending me messages on various platforms, either Facebook or, or uh, Thinkiverse or even Instagram. And usually like, you know, probably nine times out of 10, somebody says, Hey, this person's selling your stuff. And it's like, Oh, well, they're actually a patron. So they're totally, it's totally cool for them to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but so yeah. is that included in a Patreon, a patron level? Yeah, we include that as uh, like if you if you support us at any level, you can sell like like if you print something for we put on Thingiverse, you can just sell it no problem at the like fifteen dollars basically a month, fifteen dollars a month level. You can do anything from our storefront as well. Oh wow! See, I can't do my homework versus <laughs> right, versus no. versus just contacting you out of the blue, being like, I need a scorpitini tar. <laughs> <laughs> It's coming, I'm working on it. Yes, okay. So yeah, I apologize for that. And I think that leads into my next set of questions. Um, how do you approach financial reimbursement for your time and materials if someone comes to you with an idea to design and print? Um, we don't do a lot of it, to be totally honest. Uh, okay. I used to take a lot more commissions uh, and, uh, you know, whether for printing something or usually designing something and sending a prototype, but it's just like, yeah, our workload has become too much to the point where I can't really do it as much. I, I do, I do it for friends occasionally and, you know, that kind of thing, but it's not, you know, I, I feel like we, we, we could get to a place where we could do that again, like open up for bouts and, you know, yeah, be open for commission, but it's just kind of based on. I, it, it's not usually worth it for us to print something or, or specifically more, it won't be worth it to the person who wants to buy it. I would think, uh, cause it's so cheap 
to print yourself. It's just the time factor of it yes. and all that is really was because it's not the materials. I mean, that's 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 practically nothing. Uh, but yeah, the the time time to print things, the time to send them, the um, and wear the time, and tear on the machine. Yeah, wear and tear on the machine. That's that's something to consider too. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just like there's a lot of great services that do that, and it's just you know we're more interested in coming up with new ideas and new stuff to put out there, and that's kind of where we focused. Oh, okay. Well, have you ever had to deal with a copyright strike? Uh copyright strike. So, yeah. Explain. Uh, copyright strike. Like, I I don't know. Like, you need to take this down. Oh, this is yeah, too right, close right. to. Like, I made a space marine, and you can't mm -hmm. make. That no, no, no. Yeah. no. I've actually never, never had to, never encountered that. And I've, I don't do a lot of other people's IP. Uh, we generally mm -hmm. make our own, our own, our own stuff. And that's one of the things that I appreciate about your designs. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just kind of how I'm wired. I, I I would much rather make something new. And that's not you know it's not everybody though. Some people like making fan models and things. I actually did some Star Wars stuff that I really enjoyed and never had any word about that. So, well, good. Like, yeah. <laughs> good, because I mean, you definitely would think that the mouse would be protective of their IP. <laughs> you so. Yeah, you would think so, but they might be cooler about the 3D printing home fan art model stuff. That, that's true, uh, that's true. Or they might just be too big to notice, which is another possibility. It's another bonus as well. Yeah. Um, what are your methods regarding time management? That is a really good question. And I, I'll tell you, like when I, I was worried that when I went full time with this, I would have a hard time with that. But it's actually just kind of naturally falling into place. You know, I'm 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 already driven to work, so it just that's kind of what I default to. Uh, but I'm you know learning to kind of take some me time. You know, play some Switch for a couple hours and you know, binge some Netflix or whatever. Uh, so I'm uh, yeah I'm finding a really good balance. It's just kind of uh, whenever I need to do something, it's when I do it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, just a quick off-topic question. Uh, what do you find yourself playing on the Switch more often than not? Uh, so, okay. I like the big, I like playing the big tentpole sort of uh, uh, big, big games every now and then, but I just, I find myself playing little indie games more often. Uh, little things that I have just, I can play at a little, a little bout for like 15 minutes and then turn it off and come back to it. Uh, yeah, I'm currently playing, I'm bouncing between Celeste, Dandara, and, oh, Max Termination Force, which is really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I, I don't have a Switch, uh, so yeah. so it's just been like Cat Quest yeah. for me right now. Yeah, that's okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, oh gosh, what else? Oh, I just made it. I feel so dumb. I just made it to the dark world in uh, oh, Legends of Zelda. Um, oh gosh, out of time, I think. Oh, and, yeah, the old one on yeah. the SNES. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so like uh, Link to the Past. Yes, Link yeah. to the Past. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be amazing. I've never played it. Oh but, my goodness! Like, like like most top ten lists, people have that right near the top there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a reason why. I mean, I'm having yeah. a lot of fun with it. And it's yeah. like everything Dark World and Beyond is totally new content to me. Yeah. 
I just, I just started playing the original Legend of Zelda because uh, I did the, we did the Switch Online thing and I'd never played it before. I'd like you know dabbled. I'd like walk around a couple of screens and go you know, but I've just got like a way new newly appreciated uh, experience here. And I think actually it's weird that like playing Dark Souls recently mm -hmm. actually gave me an appreciation for the original Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Just, it's, nothing, but. it's like this isn't as bad of a dick puncher as the other so yeah <laughs> but it is it is wonderful, yes but i mean yeah but it's 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 really rich it's really i'm really amazed with like how much they did for the time with so little you know yes it's true now back to topic uh, yeah. how, how do you go about setting priorities i.e what needs attention first Oh, uh, I mean, that's hard. That's always hard. I have, I have, I have three like really big projects right now, which I'm sort of chipping away at as I can, uh, and uh, and then some smaller ones that are, you know, kind of yeah. the burners back behind those. Um, I guess honestly, I just work at whatever I'm most inspired to at the moment, and I know that I'll get there with the other ones. And so I just kind of bounce between them. And as I, as I find the energy to do that, uh, it's, I, we do a lot of different stuff. So, I mean, currently I'm doing a tabletop game. Uh, I'm developing a tabletop game, like the actual RPG Ooh. or polymodular, which we, we just put out uh, mm -hmm. as, as a free PDF. And we're going to do like a print on demand on that pretty soon. And that's not 3d printing related, you know, except that of course we integrate all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we're working on uh, sculpts of uh, teddy bear soldiers, which uh, the yes. yeah, you might have seen them. Yeah, the Urban, yeah. Urban Liberty Corps. Uh, and so that's, I think, our next Kickstarter. And then we're working on uh, the Minotaur's Labyrinth, which is a multi-part, like, mechanically moving dungeon. Yes, I saw that. That's amazing. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, so they're all very different projects. I mean, this is the thing, like, I've, I'm pretty... I'm pretty uh, uh, divested in like different kind of, you know, kind of almost different mediums. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, I just, just kind of whatever I'm, whatever I'm feeling most inspired for at that moment, I work on them, but I've always got a little bit of stake in each one, I think. Yeah. Okay. Now, how did you uh, come up with the design for the uh, gated walls? Oh yeah. So, and the gear in the center. That's fantastic. Did you draw that up in, uh, Oh, what is it? AutoCAD oh. 360 or something? I actually use uh, so this is it right here. You can I don't mm -hmm. know if you can see that particularly well, uh, but yeah, we actually did that in Tinkercad. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> with with some work in Sculptress and Mesh Mixer and kind of going between the two, but of the three, but mostly uh, I've actually migrated a lot of that work to 3D Builder. Are you familiar with? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so 3D Builder is the 3D printing app that comes with Windows 10. It's the actual Microsoft app. Okay. It's free, and it's actually ridiculously powerful and fast. And we've been doing a lot more actual, like, structural design work in there lately, which is, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that we did a little tutorial about it a little while ago on YouTube. I'd like to do some more. Um, it's one of the things it does really well is it, it can, you know, if you get like a non-manifold model, which uh, of course, if you're downloading stuff from Thingiverse or wherever else, I'm sure you're constantly getting, you know, uh, Hero Forge models often come, you know, corrupted, uh, mm -hmm. to where they'll have issues when you, when you try to print them. Basically, you know, if you like load it into a 
program and it'll come up with like a red box around it or if it tells you, it gives you a warning or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but it just, you just hit a button and it'll fix it. So uh, basically what NetFab does, uh, I mean, you know, and it's, it's not, it's not perfect. Sometimes it takes a little finagling, but for the most part, it's, it'll, it'll, it'll cover all your needs. Uh, so yeah, that's, yeah, those four programs, all, all, all three programs is still what we use. Wow. Um, I'm amazed huh? that, that you're able to come up with so much wonderful stuff with the uh, free programs. Um, speaking of, and I think we may have touched on this, and I apologize if it seems like we're looping back around. How do you approach financial reimbursement for your time and materials if someone comes to you with an idea to design and print? And I think I did that one. Already. We did that one. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. And the same goes for how do you approach financial reimbursement for a print in general if someone comes to you with a pre-generated STL? Uh, if we're if we're if we're devoting time on the printers to somebody else's thing, it's usually for a friend mm -hmm. or something like that. So we just kind of don't tend to worry about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I just is 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 3D Hub still a thing? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember because... that it was popular for a while, but I don't know if it if it like if it if it tanked or if is it still going. I haven't heard I just haven't heard anything from it for a while. I, I don't know. I'm my 3D printing activity revolves mainly around Thingiverse and yeah. Tinkercad. And yeah. um, sometimes I'll venture out. Yeah, yeah. I used to refer people there, but I just haven't heard anything for a while. Uh, and now, I mean, we do we, we do have like a network of people who print our things and sell them, and we we, we basically just who are for, for, through our Patreon, mm -hmm. uh, and we just have a we have a, a tab on our site that, that shows a, a, a little grid of all those people with their links. And I mean, yeah, I, I think they're they're it's always out there. So if we have a design that somebody wants printed, then they can definitely refer to that and contact one of those people and work that out between themselves and all that. But yeah, I just I just. Don't really have time to print stuff that isn't like whatever I'm currently working on. Now, uh, this is we're going to go into some some random stuff. All what's right. What's the best book that you've read in the last year? Hmm. Okay, best book I read in the last year. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go with uh, Wizard of Earthsea mm -hmm. by Ursula K. Le Guin. I, I, I read that one as a kid, but I kind of retouched in on it. And maybe I, I just read the, the first book in the Binti series by Nnedi Okorafor, and that was really good. It was really fantastic. Excellent. Yeah. I'm so glad that you had an answer for it. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I do audio books, though. I don't actually read, uh, which is weird, but, you know, that's just, okay. just the I way mean, I perform. I only do audiobooks for Cormac McCarthy because his punctuation is atrocious. Oh, yeah, I actually <laughs> I just downloaded Blood Meridian and I haven't I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> oh, that that's up at the top of my list. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's going to put me in a western mood though and I'm not ready to like change my interest at the moment. So I got oh. I'm all about the Minotaur and teddy bear sci-fi soldiers and that's all I that's all I'm into right now. It, it, it will be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. That'll be yes. a phase. Yes. Uh, I mean, if anything, uh, you can just go on. I mean, not necessarily a Western kick. I definitely the Minotaur 
just just draw on that imagery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 And let's see what's the best musical album or list of current musical albums you're currently listening to. Oh, geez. Um, uh, Toro Imoa's new album, I really love. I just got into Flying Lotus, which I really like. Um, mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of video game soundtracks. I mean, <laughs> you know, if I'm just like, if I'm just like working, I'll put something on in the background. Uh, if it's a work where I can't listen to a podcast or an audio, or, or an audio book, uh, I'll just be, you know, put on some like Dungeon Synth or like or like uh, 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 video game OSTs or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, always, always into Yola Tango and Black Moth Super Rainbows are my two favorites. I think. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Mine. Uh, let's see. Uh, the one I banned by Ron Curry Jr. Bookwise, uh, that would be for the ability to create a character that I absolutely hated to care about. What was it now? The One-Eyed Man by Ron Curry. I've never heard Jr. of it. Yeah, yeah I, I was at the library and a librarian ran up to me and she was like, Leah, Leah, read this. And I was like, okay, sure. So well, I did. What's the genre? What, are, what kind of game? Um, kind of like modern drama, I guess. Sure. And it was not something that I would definitely read on my own. Yeah. It, it was not. Um, but I like doing that, though. I like uh, I like getting into something that just I would I wouldn't normally that wouldn't normally be in my sphere. You know, it's it's fun. Yeah. It's, uh, I do that more with television than than books, but mm -hmm. it's pretty good though. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Um, and then I'm also on the last thirty pages of Black Mountain by Laird Barrett. Love it. Don't know that one either. Yeah. Ah, uh -huh. yes. It's the second in a detective series. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, cool. an, it's a noir-ish series. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Let's see. Oh, and listening, always high on fire, electric wizard. I love stoner metal. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, just, I just I just got into... Uh, is it King Lizard and the Gizzard Wizard, or the other? Yeah, and then, and yeah. yeah. We're talking about stoner. I guess it's not metal. It's more like uh, I don't. I don't know what it is actually. It's good stuff. It's, it's just good, a jam yeah. band. Yeah. Jam band. Yeah, it's like psychedelic jam band. Yeah. 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 Australian, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh. Video game or tabletop? Which is your favorite? We're gonna dip into the final five right now. Tabletop, tabletop, but uh, if it's just me, obviously video games. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> I hear you on that one. Now, Star Wars, Star Trek, uh -huh. or if you don't like either one of those, Dune. Well, I like all three of those. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, uh, I'm super, super excited for that, that new uh, Dune movie, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I love them all. So Star Wars, I think is, if I had, I absolutely had to choose something. It's, it's, it's too formative for me. Okay. All right. Now, uh, the, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? And then we're going to see if your answers have changed. 
Did I say immortality last time? Because that's just the first thing that pops into my head. Oh, okay. You may have. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to keep like if I could just be me right now as I am mm -hmm. forever, that'd be fine. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. No, no growth. Just uh, complete stasis. You know, I mean. I could grow socially. That's always good. You know, I could, uh, uh, but you know, physically, I just want to, you know, I don't want to, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of hear you on that. I, I just uh, decided to stop dyeing my hair and let the gray go natural. Right. Yeah, that's great. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like my pocketbook is already thanking me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, 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 yeah, that's, that's what happens to us humans, you know, and, and, and I think it's great. So, I mean, yeah. except for the fact that, you know, yeah. <laughs> the things that come with getting older. Right, yeah. Yes. yeah. Now, Marvel or DC, which one and why? Marvel, easy, yeah, yeah. Why? It's better. Uh, I, I mean, here's, I, I, love, I, love, I love things from both, but I just like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Marvel person, yeah. Okay. Before so though that like i think there's no real right answer for it's just you know yeah but just, the movies are better i mean we have to admit that yeah <laughs> uh, yes sci-fi or fantasy oh gosh both i know they're both wonderful yes both 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 with a sci-fi slight leaning slight <laughs> okay now let's see I think that is there anything that you would like to shoot the breeze about? Just uh, randomly. Nobody's talking about Game of Thrones right now, right? You wanna you wanna cover that? Um, sure, sure. I I don't have HBO. Oh, okay. okay. I'm I'm I've been spoiled. No, I'm just joking. It's, no, I mean I have seen it up until season seven. Ah, so. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, but that's it's 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 a cool show. Yes, it is a cool show, and ding dong, the witch is dead. Yeah, it's weird that we have this void now, though, where that isn't uh, isn't a thing to continually talk about. But yeah. And that was the sound of millions of people unsubscribing from HBO Go. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna keep going because I gotta watch that. Uh, Big Little Lies sequel season coming up, uh, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know if I'll be able to hold on to it for too long. <laughs> Chernobyl's really good right now. Yeah, I heard that. I I have not seen it, but yeah. that's okay. I should watch it. Yeah, it is excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be um, I thought it was going to be weird with all the British actors playing Russians just using their British accents, and you just kind of don't even notice it. That just sort of yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Russian people wouldn't be speaking English. No, no, they wouldn't. No. no. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny that, like, it's just like part of me is like, but we need that accent to, like, you know, immerse us in that. And that's not necessary. Yeah. No, some things are universal. And I think yeah. fear is one of those. Yeah. Fear of nuclear catastrophes. <laughs> yes. Very universal and yeah, warranted. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, an old coworker of mine dealt with thyroid cancer because oh. she was on the beach with her family. 
the day that the Chernobyl meltdown happened. She was in the Ukraine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> there was a definite link there. I said Russian. It is Ukrainian. That is actually, yeah, yeah technically. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a real nightmare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great television. So yes, absolutely. And I keep I keep flipping back to the word document that I that I don't have open because we went through it all already. Wow. Except except I could I could ask you some questions that I've asked before. Okay. All right. What job if you were offered it would make you immediately drop everything you're doing to say yes to? Time traveler. Ah, that is one that I have not heard before. <laughs> Where would you go? Oh, dinosaurs. Easy. Yeah, I'd go like probably like late Jurassic, early Cretaceous, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. I had a wonderful discussion with my brother about that. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, he's a biologist. He was talking about that. Um, just just plant matter and how it decayed and yeah. and yeah so it, it, they were mainly uh not silicone but uh the material that was present there there wasn't really anything to eat it and that's why we have so many petrified forests interesting yeah because yeah. the environment didn't know how to deal with that yeah with the way that plants developed at the time and that, that's why we have so many petrified forests and petrified wood uh, available. Huh. But uh, music question again, what's the okay. first music album you ever bought with your own money? Oh, uh, it might've been Arrested Development. Uh -huh. uh, although, no, 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 it was Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Blood Sugar <laughs> Sex Magic. That's oh God, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> way into them when I was in like eighth grade, seventh grade. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, what's uh, what album can you listen all the way through without skipping a single track? Um, and then nothing turned itself inside out by Yola Tango. That's mm -hmm. that's, that's I think my favorite. Uh, Rimsy and Korsakov Scheherazade. Um. <laughs> There aren't a lot. I do skip around a lot. I do have like my my tracks I like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll go with those, yeah. Okay. You have the power to create one perfect movie or TV adaptation of a video game story. What game do you pick? Oh, perfect game adaptation, huh? Mm, boy, that's, that's tough. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, probably, right? I mean, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, Eternal Darkness is up there for me. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's like that's that's the first one that comes into my into my head mm. here. Uh, Siren is another one I really like. Mm -hmm. um, it'd probably be a horror game. I, I feel like yeah. that that's been the most successful sort of narrative translation to video games. I don't know. Rule of Rose would be mine. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that is that the one with the uh, the airship? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brown, brown. Yeah. <laughs> the little dog. The professor, the <laughs> swinging yes. around and 
Okay. Now, your younger sister, damn it, Cindy, gets you one of those DNA kits. You return the vial of spit, and suddenly men in black swarm your home. And oh, you yeah. learn that you have had a secret parent with lineage far, far from home, perhaps oh. from another galaxy. What does this new knowledge now explain to you about yourself? Um, why I've empathized with Bigfoot so well. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. What is one thing that you're exceptionally good at? Uh, word junctions, you know, like finding two words that make one word instead of being two separate words. Okay. I guess. What are you really bad at? Like in the apocalypse, never asked Aaron to do this because... Anything adult-based, anything that like a grown person is supposed to do to navigate the real world, that's all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's all the recipe for disaster, so... Oh, now what's, what's the most gracious response to the re rejections and setbacks that you have faced? Uh, okay, explain. Um, now... If you have received a rejection, okay, and what what's the nicest way that you have responded to that rejection? Oh, fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, now, <laughs> now, what's the what's the most gracious response that you have received? to you rejecting something or someone like this is crap i don't like it um now and then you telling someone else that that's not good enough silence okay no i'm just kidding no i don't, I don't know uh no uh uh yeah i mean just uh it's always a give and take you know mm -hmm. and it's it's always it's always hard to like manage your ego and your and your and your actual like drive to keep working and so i don't know i, I try to be really respectful um i think maybe um people who work with me might have a different story you never know i mean just, no you just never it's just one of those things you never know when you're like when you're in something you know uh, <laughs> excuse me uh but yeah i think i think it, it goes pretty well so yeah okay now, how do you like to hit the reset button after a terrible day or a terrible experience? Uh, put something horrible on television. Just watch some really crap TV. That's That sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. It might be time to watch Spinal Tap for the 16th time. Sure. Rewatch things. That would make things a lot easier, but I can't like watch the same thing I've already seen. Even if it's something like I saw a very long time ago, unless I'm with friends who haven't seen it yet. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, but you know. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember when Beastmaster was on syndication? Oh yeah, yeah, the TV yeah. show. Yeah. The TV show, yeah, and then both the movie when they would play Beastmaster on those like UHF late night shows yeah. over and over and over. I've never really seen the sequels, uh, but I've seen. <laughs> the original like a million times and yeah. I really, it's like one of the things that both scarred and inspired me as like a five-year-old <laughs> it's yeah it's, 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 it's got a special place for me yeah 
that in Flash Gordon too. Oh yeah, Flash Gordon's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that one holds up actually. Yes, it does. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, let's see, do I have any more questions for you? Now, what song would you like to have played at your funeral? <sighs> song would I like to have played at my funeral? Mm -hmm. uh, Push the Little Daisies by Ween. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now, now, I've, now I've got the, Mr. Would You Please Fix My Donkey. <laughs> Oh, my pony, yeah. My pony, yeah, yeah. Chocolate I think it's as long. I was obsessed with Ween in like the yeah, or mid-90s, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely obsessed. God. Uh, let's go about it. What question do you want me to ask you? Oh, geez. That's too, that's too, that's too much responsibility. No. What, what questions do you wish I would have asked you? Well, I mean, how's your day? You know? I mean, well, damn it, Arian. How is your day? That's okay, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> is there anything else that you would like to discuss? Um, I can't think of anything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Okay. Going pretty great. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you again so yeah. much for your time. And we here at Legends really appreciate it. And thank you so much. And, and have an awesome afternoon. See you, everyone. See everybody. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.